Shalom, and welcome to Bible Stories as Blueprints of the Soul, your Biblical Hebrew podcast. Shalom and welcome to our Biblical Hebrew podcast. Today I would like to speak to you about the land of Canaan. What does the term the land of Canaan refer to inside of us? But first, let's start with the Hebrew term. The land of Canaan is Eretz Canaan. Eretz Canaan. The value of the term Eretz Canaan is 481 or in digits 481 when we rearrange the digits and start with 1 and then 8 and then 4 and parallel to those numbers we position letters the hebrew alphabet letters the picture that we receive is the following against the one we position the letter alif against the number 8 we position the letter khet and against or parallel the number 4 we position the letter dalet and the word that we get from this arrangement is echad echad in hebrew means one one eight four is like alif chet dalid which is echad or one so whenever we meet the term the land of canaan in the bible Eretz Kna'an, Eretz Kna'an, in the absolute realm, as we have demonstrated yesterday in our conversation, it means the land of the one, but not land in terms of territory, ground, or physical soil. It means the will of the one. Eretz land eretz milshon ratzon eretz land comes from the hebrew term ratzon ratzon is a will eretz knaan the will of the one eretz knaan the will of the one will w i double l will in hebrew ratzon and now we move to the realm of sound in the realm of sounds ratzon sounds like reason ratzon reason so a person who goes to Eretz Kna'an, to the land of Canaan, 
he goes in his spirit to the land of the one to the reason of the one and when a person goes inside of himself to the land of the one he is aligned with the cause of causes with the divine logos with the eternal reason or with the divine will and this is the intention of the speech of god to abraham lech lecha go for your own sake for your own good from ulkastim in a place inside of yourself that only calculates and see things through astronomy and astrology to the infinite cause of causes but to live ulkastim to live in the mind all the former measures that we have accustomed to live according to it's not enough we have to move like abram from ulkastim to haran and haran means according to philo of alexandria is a place of holes haran milshon ho ho is a hole a hole we have few holes in our skulls eyes ears nostrils mouth and they represent in philo's thinking the senses so it's not enough to live ulkastim the former education or way of thinking that we have acquired in our former stages of life this is not enough we have to move to haran and to live haran it's not enough meaning not to count on our senses because our senses are limited and this is why in a process of our learning we are requested first to live ulkastim and then to move to haran from the way we perceive the world in our limited senses and continue to walk to the land of the one to the will of the one to the reason of the one to the divine logos to eretz knaan land of canaan inside of us but even this is not enough abraham arrives with his wife sarai to the land of canaan they sit there for 10 years until sarai asks abram to take her maid hagar vesarai eshet avram lo 
ילדה לו. And Sarai, the wife of Abram, did not give birth to him. Philo of Alexandria reads this verse very interestingly. According to his reading, Sarai is the divine logos or the good virtue. So when the Bible writes, or not the Bible, because as Philon repeats in his writing, as Moses wrote in the Bible, because we call it the five books of Moses, and when Moses writes, Vesarai eshet Avram lo yaldalo, it means that the divine logos or the good virtue does not give yet birth to Abram because Abram with four letters, not with five, is not ready yet to give children. And this is why Moses continues in this sentence of Genesis 16:1 Vela shifra mitzrit ushma hagar and she has Egyptian slave named Hagar Hagar the name Hagar is composed of three letters hey gimel Resh, when the letters Gimel, Resh, Gar means dwells, dwells. And according to Philon, Hagar reflects our bodily life. Since Abram, the eternal learner, is not ready to deliver children from the good virtue, from the divine reason, from Sarai. Sarai, as the divine reason, offers him her Egyptian maid named Hagar. The letters Gimel Rish, or the verb Gar, means to dwell. To dwell. So, since the eternal learner, Abraham, is not ready yet to deliver insights from the Divine Logos, the Divine Logos, after 10 years, offers Abraham, in his process of learning, her Egyptian maid, meaning the worldly wisdom. Meanwhile, until you will be ready to deliver insights from the Divine Logos, you can deliver temporal insights from the Egyptian slave named Hagar. Because Hagar represents the dweller in time and space, basically in Egypt. 
and the child or the fruit that comes from the unification of Abram and Hagar is Yishmael. Yishmael represents the sense of hearing. Yishmael. He will listen to God. Also, the value of Yishmael, according to Vinerib, is 451 as the sum of both names. Hagar, which is 208, and Abram, which is 243. This was our little conversation for today. We wish you a beautiful day and wonderful week. Thank you for listening to Bible Stories as Blueprints of the Soul. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions, comments, or would like to hear more about a certain topic, just write us an email to hebrew at learnoutlive.com. We are always happy to hear from you. For more episodes, videos, and articles like this, please visit our website at hebrew.learnoutlive.com. We also would like to invite you to join our live classes. Just search for Online College of Biblical Hebrew on Facebook and start learning now with students from all over the world. Kol Tuv and Shalom.